There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. A safe space for St. Louis to learn about soccer. This is Soccer 101 with Michelle Smallman and Moon Valjean. Welcome into Soccer 101. This is the safe space for St. Louis to learn about soccer. Your hosts are with you. I'm Michelle Smallman, joined by Moon Valjean. And Moon, we have an action-packed week of soccer news. It is a it is a big week. It was a big weekend. And then this week is the uh, the first match. We were giving away tickets today on the Riz show. It is very, very exciting. I'll tell you what, though, man, like this is a perfect week to use my little catchphrase, which is energy up. Energy is up in town about this team, about the jersey reveal, and about your interview you, honestly, that we're going to get into here in a second. Absolutely. Energy up indeed. Here are some of the things that have been happening on the soccer front, the MLS front, the St. Louis City SC front. So over the weekend, the team had the expansion draft. They had five players that were acquired as the team continues to build the roster. We have the kit reveal that is coming any day now. The first game that is going to be happening at City Park, the unveiling of the beautiful new stadium and the surrounding areas. It's going to be uh, City 2 versus versus Bayer Leverkusen, which is going to be an amazing, amazing match. And I know so many people, Moon, are dying to get tickets and get in there and get their first taste of the stadium. And free agency opens on Wednesday as well. So a lot of things happening. And oh, and we didn't even mention the food news that came out. We talked about Gerard Kraft, who's the chief flavor officer over at City, and they have a flavor program. They announced the first four initial partners, which were Balkan Treat Box, Beastcraft Barbecue, Steve's Hot Dogs, and the Niche Food Group. But Earlier this week, the team shared that 20 additional area food and beverage vendors are going to be present at the stadium. So names that you know here in St. Louis, you know, you love, you crave. Dewey's Pizza, Nudo House, The Block, um, Caldi's, Crown Candy Kitchen. The names go on and on, but it's just really special that this stadium and this team is really curating this experience to be very uniquely St. Louis. Yeah, it is exciting with the food and Gerard Kraft did a phenomenal job because you talked about getting a taste of the stadium and for people that aren't necessarily used to going downtown or they're maybe not even from St. Louis, they're in from out of town, maybe traveling fans. When you go to the stadium, you are tasting St. Louis. It really is an experience as far as the food goes and I believe I read somewhere in the uh, in the press release it is the most comprehensive food spread in all of sports, at least in America. Because, you know, most of these places you go, you'll have one, two, maybe three sort of specialty local places if you're lucky. And then the rest of it's chain whatever or, you know, just easy vendor kind of crap. This is 
20 plus what what is it 25 i think we're up to local like sweet spots we are talking sweet spots top of the st louis food experience and what we've been building here the last couple decades as far as a as far as a food town a food city a lot of people are excited about the first game they're excited about seeing the stadium they're excited excited about seeing players on the pitch but even cooler think about couple seasons down the road, maybe a decade, maybe two decades, maybe three decades, you're sitting there with your kids or your grandkids and you're watching matches or whatever. And you can say, oh, hey, by the way, dad, grandpa or Uncle Moon was at the very first game at the stadium. I got to see the very first game. You know what I mean? So it's like a part of history being able to go to the game this week. Yeah, rub it in since I won't be there. <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry, but hey, is it cold up where you are yet? Because it snowed a couple a couple days this week already. It is cold. We haven't gotten the snow like you guys have. You guys have had two snows now, right? In St. Louis, which is bananas. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, it's not weird, but it's weird because we had all the, uh, you know, all those weeks in the 70s. So here, here we are in St. Louis. I just assumed I would get the snow being in the Northeast before you guys would. But hey, who can predict the weather these days? We talked about how the city stadium experience is going to be a destination. But what about the team? Okay, we're building the team. We want to know about players. We want to know about the process of scouting these players. We want to know about general allocation money and the different ways that the club can acquire certain players. So instead of you and I talking about the five new players that city acquired in the expansion draft, why don't we just bring in an expert. Why don't we just have a little conversation with the guy who was leading the war room? And that's Lutz von Steel, who's the sporting director of city. I think that we should just talk to him and hear it straight from the mouth of the source. Absolutely perfect. I'm so excited that you got to interview him and, and talk to him. And uh, I hope everybody gets out of this uh, exactly what we've gotten out of it. And that's, we are literally in the war room finding out exactly what they were thinking when it came to all these acquisitions, which is something that a all sports radio, and sports TV, we always like to speculate. Oh, what were they thinking? Why did they get? Why did they get this guy? What were they thinking here? What were they thinking before? And what are they thinking after? We literally get it from the guy, from the guy. So this is an absolute exclusive, absolute honor to have him on our podcast. And uh, I'm so glad you were able to do this. And uh, yeah, let, let's get into it. We are so pleased to be joined by St. Louis City SC Sporting Director Lutz Von and Steele. Good morning, Lutz. How are you doing? Good morning very well. How are you? I'm doing well. And thank you for taking the time to do this because it seems like every day there's some big milestone or big event happening with City. I don't know how you guys have been keeping up. Yeah, plenty of stuff to do. I think we knew that. You know, we had a, a long time now, I would call, prepare for that moment. So uh, it was all about uh, do the homework before uh, that once the, the big days of the drafts and everything is coming, that you have a, a plan what you're doing. Usually plans are nice to be made and then they turn out completely different in sports. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that I think was very vital that we had a good preparation time ahead of us. Okay, well, you mentioned the draft and that happened on Friday, the expansion draft. So let's start there. You acquired five players in the expansion draft. And can you just run through the new acquisitions and let us know what made each one a fit for your club? Yeah, um, we started off uh, to, uh, you know, acquire a striker from Orlando City, uh, Nico uh, Giacchini. Um, that's, um, uh, well, I would say it was for us a, uh, uh, a player which we really, really wanted was very high up on the list. Um, fits exactly to our style of play. He's quick, he's young, he has European experience in France. Um, and then came to Orlando. Things not really worked out that well there for him. Uh, but I also believe that from a style of play, 
it's very suitable for us. So to get him in here, you know, it's uh, it was 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 a big move for us. Then uh, we got uh, Indiana Vasilev from Miami, which is a player still belongs to uh, Aston Villa in England. So he's on loan now, but uh, so we acquired his rights for the MLS, um, and now we just need to do a little bit of uh, fine tuning work uh, with the English club as well. That's a midfielder, uh, technically extremely good, only 21 years old, already played some games in the English Premier League, which is, uh, you know, unbelievable in that in that young age. Uh, John Hackworth had him in the under-17 national team. Um, and it's just a guy which, um, you know, it's fun to watch him. Uh, great guy in the changing room. And I think he has the skills to be extremely entertaining and also great for the team to have him here in St. Louis. Then we got uh, John Nelson from uh, Cincinnati, um, left-footed player, left-back. So for us, it was important to to close certain positions. So the left side, we are we are literally done now. You know, he has, I will call it exactly that mentality, the attitude we're looking for. Very Midwestern, hardworking guy, uh, down to earth. You know, he does his job and. And I just really enjoy watching him because he somehow somehow he's made for St. Louis. Uh, it's like uh, it's like the perfect match. Just seeing him putting all that effort on the, on the pitch. So I was super excited to get him in. The next one was uh, I think uh, a pick for us with uh, John Bell from New England, um, centre back, 25 years old, also left footed. You know, left footed players are not so easy to get all the time. Um, there was plenty of uh, young centre backs on that list, uh, and he was the the best fit we could get. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I I was super excited once I saw his name on the list. It was an absolute no brainer. Um, he's super athletic. He's he's strong, but he's one of the fastest players, uh, you know, on this position in the league. So. Another one which somehow uh, Bradley and myself, you know, we were jumping up, giving ourselves high five uh, to, to to get that get that going. And then we had uh, Drake Lakawa from um, um, Red Bulls, and but we traded him on directly, literally a few minutes later uh, to Miami. It was a, a young centre forward who was on loan now, and and Miami Miami was very keen on him, so we used the opportunity uh, to to trade him for for Gam. Uh, so he only was here uh, literally a few minutes, but a few minutes after that, you know, when the when the draft was done, I think uh, we had that 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 great opportunity to to do a trade for Tim Parker, and Tim Parker, American international, uh, knows exactly the way we play because he had his, uh, you know, he basically became a star in the Red Bull system, and uh, he was then uh, moved to Houston, uh, was there now for a while. So when we saw that it's an opportunity that we can bring him in, uh, I always said we need that one guy, which is, you know, a leader, a very experienced MLS player, over 200 games played in the league. Uh, that's one of the guys who can lead on and off the field. He knows the league like his back pocket. So one guy like that, we definitely need, as you see, the rest is extremely young. But uh, to get Tim and his experience and his leadership into our club, was for us uh, uh, a great, a great, uh, yeah, trade. You mentioned that these acquisitions were already a fit for your system, but when you're evaluating players, how do you weigh raw talent that perhaps could conform to the system that you're implementing versus finding players that already have a skill set that will exist within the team structure? You know, I think our ways are, on the one hand, they're very, very simple. Uh, on the other hand, because they're so simple, it makes it very complicated. Um, so we have a clear 
playing philosophy, we have a clear playing style, we have clear core values, what we want to do. So we are a pressing, counter-pressing team, a very hard-working team, a team which is based a lot on intensity and a very, very high line of play, so in a way positively aggressive, which we're waiting for the transition moment. So what do we do when we win the ball and what do we do when we lose the ball? This is the most decisive moments in professional soccer. So basically, if you walk through this list, you would find players with high values, with uh, great CVs, and they are brilliant footballers, but they would simply not fit to our style of play. So we needed to find exactly guys who can do exactly that, what we want them to do and fit in our philosophy where the team is always the star. You know, we don't have this... Uh, individual uh, outstanding top players who are earning uh, 8 million a year and uh, are uh, uh, superstars from the past. We believe the big star must be the team and everybody plays a role in this team structure and only as a unit we can be successful. That is our strong belief. You mentioned the Blues, you mentioned the Cardinals. That's what the Blues did for many, many years. That kind of approach, we don't need necessarily the biggest names in the world but we are really, really good as a unit. We are hardworking. We reflect the society uh, of, of St. Louis. And that is something what I learned very quickly in that uh, nearly two and a half years while I'm here now in St. Louis. I always looked over my shoulder. I watched a lot of hockey. I saw how, how the Blues did that. And that is something where I have a great benchmark out from another sport. Um, so uh, that was one of the things where we said this is our transfer strategy. It's so funny because when you said that the team is the star, this is going to be an audio podcast, but I smiled because St. Louis is going to love that. You nailed us. Only having been in St. Louis for two and a half years, you have a pretty good grasp of what St. Louis wants from their teams. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like, I just like sports in general. So, uh, I mean, you know, I, I do watch a lot of a lot of hockey also in the stadium. I still need to get used to a bit more to the baseball thought because, <laughs> simply, well, I didn't grow up with it, but I'm, I'm start to to learn the rules and everything more and more. I did my first pitch there. So I'm kind of like, uh, uh, I think give it another two, three years, I will be a, a diehard Cardinal fans as well, you know. I'm sure. Okay, so you've got domestic players, international players, homegrown players. There's a lot of different areas that you and your staff have to mine in order to find talent to build your roster. So take us into the war room, if you will. What's it been like for you over the past couple of months scouting all of these different players from different areas? Yeah, I mean, we had a strategy which was literally, uh, uh, I have to say still, again, a big, big thank you. I said it a thousand times to the ownership to give me the opportunity to sign seven foreigners six months prior to the start of the season, which gives gives us so much opportunities. These boys came here in uh, in July. They had six months to learn about St. Louis. They know where they live. They know what car they drive. They know where the kids go to the kindergarten. So all that part of getting used to the life here, uh, is 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 a fantastic opportunity for us. Imagine in in January, we would have brought everybody in, and I would have said to Coach Bradley Carnell on the on the tenth of January, "Hey, look, there's a room that is 28 guys, and they never saw each other. Mm-hmm. They speak 19 different languages. Now try to make a team in the next six weeks. That's impossible. That's why expansion teams struggle so much in the past. So when uh, Carolyn gave me the green light to get these the foreigners." which is the spine, the core of our team. You know, goalkeeper is Roman Buki, centre-back is Joachim Nielsen, uh, Eduard Löwen, the German international player as a, as a central midfielder, or Klaus as a centre-forward. 
that that spine to have them here so early, it was just it was a, a, a massive opportunity for us. And uh, and then, yeah, we started to build actually around that. So uh, we did it a bit different than most other teams because usually they're taking the five players from the expansion draft and then they add on. We had a core build with foreigners and now I was able to get five guys, or actually six guys, where one we traded out again, all domestic players. That didn't happen many times before because usually most teams picking foreigners. I was able to pick only domestic guys. And uh, yeah, you know, I always said, me being a foreigner, I don't believe by coming here and just trying to have only foreign coaches, only foreign players, uh, the mix is the important part. And having a good core of foreigners with a very, very good group of, of, of Americans, plus, of course, the real local flavor, flavor, which we're doing a lot in the youth and also bringing more and more academy players into the system. That's that's one of my my biggest things that I want to give kids, youngsters from St. Louis the opportunity to play professional football in that beautiful city park in front of their home crowd. And as you mentioned it, Michelle, that's exactly what the people of St. Louis want to see. They want to see one of their own kids from St. Charles or or from U City or from Ferguson or wherever in the town. If one kid gets the opportunity to be out there. That's, I think, which gets the crowd even more going than having here a superstar which doesn't want to be here. Yes, we do love a homegrown player in St. Louis. Absolutely. Well, your job is still not done. Free agency opens this week on November 16th. You're trying to get the full squad intact. So what are you looking to do as free agency opens? Yeah, we have a, you know, same as with the draft. We're having a good look. We know roughly uh, who will be on the list. Um, but then the question is also, there is a first entry and a second entry. First entry, you have to take over the contract. So it's very similar to, to the draft. Uh, if you wait and you go for the second day or for the second entry, then you can renegotiate a completely new contract. So there is still a good group of players out there and I'm still looking for one, two positions to fill. So we have a good idea, which uh, we would we would fancy. But if it's doable or if, it's, uh, if it makes sense, that will tell us, I would say, the next uh, 48 hours. So in baseball and hockey, when free agency opens, the general manager, they're always on their phone. It's like their ears melting off because they're constantly communicating. Is that the same situation for you? Yeah, I mean, especially <laughs> the, the the main draft now, the the expansion draft was really crazy. I think we, we we looked at our phones and between myself, Bradley and Sean Hackworth, we had around in three days over a thousand phone calls. Oh, my gosh. So I was literally, uh, you know, from uh, 5 a.m. in the morning when it was 6 6 a.m. on the on the East Coast on the phone. And I got like at 1 a.m. Oh, the next day, a call from Vancouver, which is two hours behind us. So it was uh, it was three days of of complete madness. I absolutely loved it, to be honest. So it was it was just a, a, a great experience. Uh, you know, I think that's a, a once in a lifetime. And uh, if you would look into my war room where it still looks actually like a war zone because uh, we haven't even been able to, to sort it all out yet, there was so much brainstorming, so much information, so much writing on different boards uh, till we, we finally found that what we really want to do. So, yeah, it will be still uh, a few more uh, days like that. And then, of course, on the 21st of December, we have the Super Draft as well, where we can pick three uh, university players. And that's, again, very important because we believe in the in, the, in, in, in you know, domestic youngsters. So it's not done yet. Um, in a few days, we still have now to do a lot of preparation for for the for the super draft. 
I will go to the World Cup as well, where I try to maybe find another. We still have a few foreign slots in my back pocket. So let's see what, what's coming up from the World Cup uh, in Qatar. So we are definitely still busy before Santa Claus actually touches ground here in St. Louis just on, on the 24th of December. Two more quick things for Lutz Vaughn and Steel Sporting Director for St. Louis City SC. So Lutz, this is Soccer 101. We call it the safe space for St. Louis to learn about soccer. So we have an email where people can submit questions. And when we announced that you were coming on, we got a lot of questions about, you mentioned GAM, about general allocation money, because I think for a lot of new soccer fans, that's kind of a foreign concept. So can you explain general allocation money and how that works? Well, I try to make it as simple as possible because it's, uh, you know, if I would read you the, the, the definition of it, you have to be a lawyer uh, to <laughs> really understand everything. I mean, uh, GAM in the end of the day is nothing else than it's like a currency, which is not real cash money. It's a money which is given basically by the by a pot by the league, which every team has, where we can do inside trades and inside dealings within, within the league. So if I want to buy a player from Miami, I do not necessarily need to use cash money. I can deal actually with GAM. Uh, so this is, uh, I, I don't like to use the term, but uh, it is in a way, it is like, uh, yeah, just imagine it's not real money. Okay. You know, I mean, I sometimes I use the word monopoly, but monopoly money, but I don't really like to use it too much. Uh, but it is, it is worth a lot. So you have to be extremely smart with your GAM because uh, if you spend it at the right time and you keep certain buckets back and you spend it in the moments when you need it, uh, this is super important. So uh, general allocation money uh, is a, a big key to be successful when you know in what moment to spend it and what moment to hold it back. Thank you for that explanation. I think that's going to be very helpful for a lot of people. And finally, we mentioned that free agency opens on November 16th, but that's also a huge day for City in another way because City Park is opening. You have the friendly that's happening between City 2 and Bayer Leverkusen. And that just has to be such a special moment for you to know that the park is going to be open and that there's going to be fans in the stands for the first time. So just give me what you're feeling ahead of this match and the opening of City Park, finally, after so many years of building it. Yeah, you know, it's the day we all were waiting for. Uh, I see it kind of like as a big festival because we're not just having an opening game against anybody, playing against Bayer Leverkusen, one of the big powerhouse teams from the German Bundesliga. Just a few weeks ago, they still played Champions League um, against Atletico Madrid. Um, you know, to get these guys over here, they played on Saturday, the last Bundesliga game, and play against world-class players like Diaby, like uh, Bellarabi, Tar. Amiri, uh, Demirbay, uh, Lotzek, whatever you want to call it. It's all international players. They just have a few guys missing who go into the World Cup. But apart from that, they're here with a, a real strong team. So for our City 2 players who had a brilliant season, who worked so hard and actually winning in the first year, the first title, uh, winning the Western Conference, I think that's a bit the cherry on the top. The boys deserve it. Uh, opening that stadium against an opponent like that. Um Secondly, of course, the stadium itself, you know, it's like uh, one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. It's just crazily uh, amazing, breathtaking, beautiful, right in the city center. Uh, having a stadium and a training facility in the city center um, that's unique, uh, not just, I think, worldwide. Not many teams have that, that opportunity and that privilege. So that's another one to say thank you to the ownership to, to make, that, make that work. Um, so to open that beautiful 
world-class stadium is is amazing. And then, of course, it's the timing, Michel, because a few days after the World Cup starts. So we have our own free World Cup party playing against Bayer Leverkusen uh, in front of a big crowd. I mean, you know, that's what we are waiting for when the new season in 2023 kicks off. So we're getting a bit of a taste. The, the fans get some taste. The players get some taste. And and that's, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, I'm very emotional when it comes to that. We can't wait. It's it's two more days to go and and we are ready to rumble. Well, it's going to be a very special moment. I hope that you savor it. And I know it's the hottest ticket in town. Everybody's dying to go. It's going to be really awesome. Well, we know you're so busy, Lutz. Thank you so much for taking the time. And good luck on Wednesday. And we hope to chat with you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Sporting Director for City Lutz Bonnensteel for joining us. That was such a great conversation, Moon, and so many important takeaways from the things that Lutz shared with us. But I think the one thing for me that stands above the rest is that they're bringing in players to fit their system, not only from a talent standpoint, but from a personality standpoint. When Lutz shared that he'd been observing the Blues and Craig Berube and their style of play, and that when they look at how they're constructing this roster for City, that no one individual is more important than the team. The team is number one. And I just think whether it comes to the stadium experience or the food or the way they're building the team, they're building something for St. Louis because that's exactly the type of team and philosophy that St. Louis loves. Yeah, it's very cool to hear that too. I heard a quote from the uh, from the, the German coach that they're taking on this week. He said something about how impressed he was with the difficulty of having to start a team, a philosophy, I mean, a starting 11, uh, a program, everything from the ground up from scratch, because that's not how it's done in Europe. And he's never really seen that before. And he said it was so intriguing and so impressive to be here and watch the whole expansion draft go through and everything. And I sort of compare it to some of the teams in England, you know, that are 100, 150 years old, where you see the team on the field, in their uh, managerial hires, in their entire sporting sort of system, it reflects the city. It reflects whether it's a, a you know, like a, an intense sort of blue collar town or if it's a, a you know, like a rich Londoner club or, or whatever it is. It kind of really represents uh, the area that they're literally representing. Right. It's cool to see that St. Louis, as proud as we are, as sporty as we are, and as Homer as we can get, <laughs> um, ha- has a guy that like cares about that and, and like yeah. really looks and starts looking at our other teams and what we appreciate appreciate about our other teams and uh, and really starting it in that European style of saying, okay, listen, it may sound easy to say, oh, we're going to be a team mentality rather than uh, you know a superstar mentality or this or that. This guy's starting from scratch. All these guys are the, and gals that they're they're all starting from scratch. So they really are like having to sit down and say, what will be our philosophy? What will be our style of play? Because you can't just throw it together and then start making changes on the fly. If you want to be competitive, you really have to have a goal in mind. It's so, so very cool to see that we're not just slapping this all together, that it really is down to the nitty gritty and all very decisive. I'm so excited. Well, we talked a lot about the team this week, but next week we have even more to dive into. We're going to have a kit. We're going to have the first match under our belt. You are going to have a firsthand experience at City Park and free agency is going on. So it just seems like <laughs> this podcast keeps rolling, Moon. Every every week, it seems like we have more and more to talk about, which is very cool. Pretty amazing. Yeah, catch us uh, catch us next time. Spread the word. Tell all your uh, your grandparents and your uh, and your parents and your children and your aunts and uncles about Soccer 101 with Michelle and Moon. And thank you again to everyone for your emails. You can submit questions for us if there's topics that you want to dive into or questions that you have about soccer in general. Again, gentle reminder, this is the trust tree, okay? This is the safe space for St. Louis to learn about 
soccer. No question is a dumb question. So send them over to us at asksoccer101 at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can do that in writing or you can just use a voice memo. If you have a uh, an iPhone or whatever, just record a nice voice memo without too many kids screaming in the background and send that over. We might be able to use the audio right here on the podcast. Well, Moon and I will be back next week. And Moon, enjoy the game. Bundle up. Thanks. Hopefully we're hearing a lot of go! Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.